lot of people don't know what a community organizer is. And in fact, I didn't know what a community organizer was uh, entirely when I became one. I had been inspired by the civil rights movement and the idea of people working at a grassroots level uh, to bring about change, to get people involved in shaping their own destiny. Well, community organizing definitely has shaped Senator Obama's destiny. It You know, there's a model for all this, and the model is Hugo Chavez. Uh, Bill Ayers has been to Venezuela and, and admires Hugo Chavez, the Venezuelan dictator. Chavez, in turn, learned from Fidel Castro and the Cuban Revolution. So if you love the Cuban Revolution and Castro, and if you love uh, what's happening in Venezuela with Hugo Chavez, you'll love Barry Obama, Barack Obama, as he calls himself, in the White House. It's, we're basically going to be on the in the throes of a socialist revolution uh, which attempts to essentially freeze out anybody uh, who's not part of this uh, radical ideology. You know, I am a, a believer in knowing what you're doing when you apply for a job. Uh, and I think that if I were to seriously consider running on a national ticket, I would essentially have to start now before having served a day in the Senate. Now, there's some people who are, might be comfortable doing that, uh, but I'm not one of those people. The Honorable Senator Barack Obama, the Senator for the State of Illinois. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please give a standing ride for the members of the Congressional members of the Congressional Black Caucus. I am humbled to come here today to reaffirm the friendship and the partnership between Fannie Mae and the Congressional Black Caucus. Fannie Mae is determined to keep tearing down the barriers to deliver on the American dream. And we will work hard inside our company to resolve the serious matters before us, to put our house in order, and to forge a new future. And all the while, you will see Fannie Mae reaching out and listening to the caucus. Over a century of endeavor, you have earned the reputation as the conscience of Congress. The top three U.S. Senators getting big Fannie and Freddie political bucks were Democrats. And number two is Senator Bar Barack Obama. Now remember, he's only been in the Senate four years, but still managed to grab the number two spot ahead of John Kerry, decades in the Senate, and Chris Dodd, who's chairman of the Senate Banking Committee. Fannie and Freddie have been creations of the Congressional Democrats and the Clinton White House, designed to make mortgages available to more people, and as it turned out, some people who couldn't afford them. Now remember, Obama's ads and stump speeches attack McCain and Republican policies for the current financial turmoil. It is demonstrably not Republican policy, and worse, it appears the man attacking McCain, Senator Obama, was at the head of the line when the piggies lined up at the Fannie and Freddie trough for campaign bucks. Senator Barack Obama, number two 
on the Fannie Freddie list of favored politicians after just four short years in the Senate. And how did it sneak up on us so silently, almost on little cat's feet? Mr. Chairman, we do not have a crisis at Freddie Mac, and in particular at Fannie Mae, under the outstanding leadership of Mr. Frank Rain. There's been nothing that was indicated this wrong, you know, with uh, Fannie Mae. Freddie Mac has come up on its own, and the question that then presents is the competence that, 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 that your agency has uh, with reference to uh, uh, the deciding and regulating these GSEs. Uh, and so uh, I wish I could sit here and say that I'm not upset with you, but I am very upset because, you know, what you do is give, you know, maybe giving any reason to, as Mr. Gonzalez said, to give someone a heart surgery when they really don't need it. Under the outstanding leadership of Mr. Frank Raines, everything in the 1992 Act has worked just fine. In fact, the GSEs have exceeded their housing goals. What we need to do today is to focus on the regulator. And what would make you, why should I have confidence? Why should anyone have confidence in, uh, in, in you as a regulator at this point? Sorry, Congressman. <clears throat> O'Fail did not improperly apply accounting rules. Freddie Mac did. O'Fail did not try to manage earnings properly. Freddie Mac did. So this isn't about the agency engaging in improper conduct. It's about Freddie Mac. Many financial analysts are saying that if mortgage giants Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac had been effectively regulated years ago, the supercharged subprime mortgage meltdown that led to the current financial mess would either never have happened or would have been nowhere near as severe. In fall of 03, the Bush administration was pushing Congress hard to create a new federal agency to regulate and supervise Fannie and Freddie, both government-sponsored enterprises or GSEs. But the two mortgage giants had staunch defenders. Democratic Senator Charles Schumer said, quote, I think Fannie and Freddie over the years have done an incredibly good job and are an intrinsic part of making America the best housed people in the world. If you look over the last 20 or whatever years, they've done a very, very good job. Senator John McCain co-sponsored legislation pushing for regulation, delivering a speech on the Senate floor in 2006. Quote, for years I have been concerned about the regulatory structure that governs Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. In the sheer magnitude of these companies and the role they play in the housing market, the GSEs need to be reformed without delay. The words of George Bernard Shaw explaining what the utopian society would be. Just what should we do to have a happy society? Here's what we should do. The government should own or control all of the land. Now that, that map is an outdated map. The black area is claimed ownership by the federal government. The white area is state and private land. That map is old. There's more black area today. The federal government keeps acquiring more land. This is the state of Nevada. The number's higher than 87% today. The black area is the ground the federal government claims they own. Government ownership or control of the land in the ideal society. In the ideal society, the government should own or control the industry. Each one of these is worth an hour. We'll give them each 10 seconds. The government should control labor. The government should control communications and transportation. The government should control all credit. 
government should control all insurance. Ever heard of workman's compensation, unemployment, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid? The government should control the educational system. Karl Marx in the Communist Manifesto says the government should provide free education in public schools. That's right out of the Communist Manifesto. Elimination of the significance of the family. Elimination of the significance of religion. What are they doing in this picture? Removing the Ten Commandments from public property after Judge Roy Moore refused to deny God. Establishment of a minimum wage. Ah, oh, what a great blessing to the poor if we can just raise the minimum wage some more. A universal system of pensions. There's Franklin Roosevelt signing the Social Security Act. Justified use of force if necessary to attain these goals. If you don't like it, we'll force you at the point of a gun. A graduated income tax. This is a hoax and a scam which is designed to transfer wealth and power from the private sector to the government sector and from the government of the United States to a world government. And who got the money? Hundreds and hundreds of banks, any bank or that has uh, access to the U.S. Uh, Federal Reserve's discount. Can you tell us who they are? No. I've now been in 57 states. I think one left to go. The president, when he was in Europe last week, he met with the king of Saudi Arabia. He appeared to bow. President Obama today proposed something new, something called prolonged detention. Pre-crime is where people are arrested and incarcerated to prevent crimes that they have not yet committed. The primary driver of the current crisis is accounting control fraud. These are frauds led by the CEOs of the major lending institutions and major banks and institutional uh, buyers of toxic waste product. How did it start? It started with mortgages, particularly non-prime mortgages. In September of 2004, the FBI warned that there was an epidemic of mortgage fraud, their words and that this epidemic of mortgage fraud would cause an economic crisis at least as large as the savings and loan debacle if it wasn't stopped. The FBI found that 80% of the mortgage fraud was being induced by the lenders, not by the borrowers. You know, much of the rage has been against the borrowers, but if you want rage, it should be at the CEOs who became fabulously wealthy by following a strategy based on fraud. The Wall Street people and their uh, friends here at the uh, Federal Reserve and at the U.S. Treasury and down down the Washington Mall here at the U.S. Capitol. That's where the damage was done and uh, if people want to vent their anger they need to vent it uh, against these people. and a conservative America, there is the United States of America.
why you ruled out the Hillary Barack ticket for 08? Why have you? You were quoted at first, I should ask you. You were quoted at paper the other day. It is absolutely accurate. So why have you ruled that out, running nationally? You know, I am a believer in knowing what you're doing when you apply for a job. Tonight, because of what we did on this day, in this election, at this defining moment, change has come to America. One of the many great ironies of the 2008 election is that there is little doubt that the Obama rocket ship was allowed to get off the launching pad largely because the news media was so certain that Hillary Clinton was going to be the Democratic nominee that it saw no purpose in vetting and pointlessly harming a smart, charismatic, liberal black man with such a promising future. Deception. Hi, I'm Bishop E.W. Jackson. In January 1776, Peter Muhlenberg stood before his congregation and said, I am a clergyman, but I hold my freedom as dear as any man. Over 200 years later, I stand before you as a clergyman, and I believe that our freedom is threatened. Please consider carefully what you are about to see. The ill-defined change he promised sounded treacherous to an increasing number of wary Americans. Was he guilty of miscommunication or intentional deception? Many believe that Obama cleverly disguised his real agenda behind a facade of platitudes and positioning himself as an outside-the-establishment reformer. If so, it was a porous facade. Even during the campaign, he revealed schemes that had been discredited thoroughly in other parts of the world. Your new tax plan is going to tax me more, isn't it? And I think when you spread the wealth around, it's good for everybody. The phrase, spread the wealth around, may seem harmless to some. To others, it was a clear invitation to adopt the destructive ideology of leftist revolutionaries. Among the public and from the media, it should have ignited debate over Obama's intentions, like whose wealth is to be spread around, and who would be the beneficiaries of the money Obama planned to confiscate. It wasn't the only time Obama displayed tendencies that some labeled socialist. A public radio interview in 2001 features in-depth details about his regard for the U.S. Constitution. Generally, the Constitution is a charter of negative liberties, says what the states can't do to you, says what the federal government can't do to you, but it doesn't say what the federal government or the state government must do on your behalf. These sentiments should have been revealed and widely panned by the mainstream media, which in turn should have demanded that Obama explain how exactly he intended to govern outside the bounds of the Constitution, but no such scrutiny was forthcoming. Obama was allowed to ride a bad economy that he continually derided in the most exaggerated terms, always blaming George W. Bush and capitalism all the way to the most powerful position on earth. 